the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Happy Monday to you. Thanks for coming along today. Good to be with you today. There was a breaking news earlier this afternoon. Another uh, police officer has been murdered. A police officer killed in the uh, in the city of McKeesport, and another one was wounded. Uh, details are still uh, slowly coming out, but prayers for the officer, all those officers, and their family. And uh, mm-hmm. the turmoil and violence that, once again, we see ourselves surrounded by. Of course, it never really goes away. It just peaks often, and uh, here we are again. Yeah, another peak. Yep. Kath, good to see you. How are yeah. things? Thank you, John. Uh, it's uh, not, again, the most spectacular day in Pittsburgh. It was, it's extremely gray. Mm-hmm. However, I do want to say this. I was sick yesterday. And I have, I've been having this thing where I have got, I, you know, I got COVID over Christmas. I was sick yesterday. I'm only getting sick on days that I've already declared off. <laughs> so it's kind of a waste of time. So the problem is that I, I don't feel like I had much of a weekend. Right. Because I just was sick. It's like a sick day on the calendar. It's, it right? kind of stinks. Yeah, yeah. Here's another thing I want to bring up. Uh, for those of you that are back in the office working, are you um, a little bit... Do you have some trepidation about the shared printer? Now that's very much inside poker. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So here it is. So in our... Uh, in our station, we all share a printer, and so we all print to the printer. And so right. you go to pick up your things, and you end up with other people's things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is what I'm holding very, in my hand here. Careful. And I try not to look at it because no, it's not my—it's not. not my thing. Right. But however, there are some things. There's all, there's always a thing, and you think Just, I didn't want to know the thing. Mm-mm. I don't want to know anything about the thing. Be very careful. We used to have our own printers. We all used to have an individual. Yeah. But then there was a cost-cutting measure, which I get. Yeah, I, th- I right? think it's probably the best thing to do. However, yeah. it does make things a little... Dicey. Don't you think? Yeah. It's like looking at someone's top drawer and you didn't mean to. Yeah, like I didn't... Or, or someone's... I was going to say spice cabinet. What's Medicine cabinet <laughs> falls open when you're standing at the sink in their bathroom and you're like, I didn't... Yeah, didn't mean to do that, I, right. Yeah, oftentimes like I'll print something out and then I'll like, you know, some time will go by. 15 minutes, maybe what, and someone else has already gone into the printer and taken my stuff out of there. I think, oh, they kind of know what's going to be on the show. Right. They got a little right, a preview there. They're going to so know what the top four is. They're going to know what the top four is today. Right. You got to be careful of those things. Anyway, happy Monday to you. Thank We're you, super John. excited. We have a great uh, show today. We certainly do. Dr. Yeah. Carl Truman from Grove City College will be with us. Mm-hmm. I ran into Carl today on the campus. I'd never been, I, I saw him coming. And you recognized uh, him? no, I didn't recognize oh. him because I wasn't even looking. 
But uh, my daughter, who was sitting in the car with me, said, hey, there's Dr. Truman. And I, so I said, oh, hold on. We were right in the middle of a conversation. I said, hold on. And I jumped out and I introduced myself because we talked, oh. what, 25 times on Easily. the phone. And we've never been in the same space. So it was very nice to see Carl. Very nice. Anyway, he's coming up on today's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also going to talk about... Hemingway. As in earnest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You a fan? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. You? Great. Uh, not really. No. No. You not read much? Uh only, maybe only two okay. that I can think of. Gonna, and it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've read Hemingway a single time. After, could it be after high school? I don't could think be, I yeah. yeah, I don't think I did. I wonder, you know, you think about Ernest Hemingway. He, I mean, he was a rock star of his time and, and after as well. But I imagine that influence has waned, right? The myth and the... Well, I don't know if that's waned, but I know that both of my kids had to read Several Hemingways they? before they were able to okay, graduate from high to school. So in high school, it hasn't waned that much. All right, yeah. Lex, do you know anything about Hemingway? You got you got a little Hemingway thing going up in school. I had to read it in high school, high school. and in college. In college as well. Yeah. Okay. But good. I don't. I haven't retained much of that. So. Right. Well, we'll expect you to tune in and, and join in on the conversation a little later on in the day. Okay. And what about the Grammys? Any interest on that last night? So. I Grammys is is no miss is not misviewing for me. I I never ever I always I could care less about the Grammys. I always always watch the Grammys. The worst. But because I was sick yesterday, oh, I slept it. through. I forgot. I just slept through you the whole saved thing. Yourself a I lot guess of I did. Lex, did. did you watch it? Not a lick. Uh-huh. It means See, nothing you to you either, right? Yeah. No, not at all. Well, it means nothing to most people, and apparently, based on like the last Mm-mm. like Satan song oh, yeah, that we closed yeah, the whole yeah, thing yeah, with, yeah, like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Good grief. All right. Such is life. Okay, without further ado, Kath, the news stories of the day, please give us the top four at four. For Monday, February 6th, 2023, number one. As John said, a McKeesport police officer was killed, another wounded, and the suspected shooter shot before being taken into custody this afternoon in the Mon Valley City. Uh, officials said. I'm reading from today's trib. It says police said a 911 call came in around 12.30 p.m. from someone requesting a mental health check of a male. When officers arrived at a residence in the 1300 block of the city's Grandview Avenue, the male opened fire on them. The McKeesport uh, Facebook page said this, quote, it is with heavy hearts and deep sadness that the city of McKeesport has lost a police officer in the line of duty. The location is near St. Mary's Cemetery and McKeesport Area Senior High School. Further information, I'm sure, will come out before the end of today's program. We'll try to stay on top of that for you. Number two, a massive 7.8 magnitude earthquake struck southeast Turkey Monday morning, crumbling homes, killing more than 3,000, leaving devastation across a wide swath of the country and into northern Syria. The U.S. Geological Survey confirmed the magnitude of the pre-dawn quake and said a second trembler registering 7.5, which is still huge, struck just hours after the first one and not far away. Frantic search efforts still underway um, as people are sought out, uh, especially from families who are looking for someone missing. That's according to CBS News. And number three, officials making an urgent call for evacuations as they plan to burn off the chemicals from a derailed Norfolk Southern train in East Palestine, Ohio, in order to avoid a major explosion. Residents in a one-mile by two-mile area surrounding East Palestine, which includes parts of Ohio and, of course, our own state of Pennsylvania, have to evacuate immediately, according to the Ohio governor. 
Um, officials released a map showing a red zone and a yellow zone. Here's the thing. The good news is that air quality monitors have shown little to no effect in the derailment aftermath. That's according to an article in the Trib. Uh, officials said today uh, that even after the explosion and the fire that raged for an extended period of time, um, news of possible toxic contamination, though feared, doesn't look like it has come to pass. And number four, Johnny, you ready for this? Please tell me. I don't know if you are. A nine-year-old from Pennsylvania's Bucks County who has graduated from high school and is now attending college says his feat is one that other kids can achieve as well. That is your top four at four. Nine years old and graduated from high school. Yes. Uh, That would be like third grade? This is nine years, probably. Yeah, probably. David Balogun told Good Morning America today that, quote, uh, you should know what you're good at and what you're not good at, because if you're not good at a subject, you shouldn't put that down that you got an A plus in that subject. If you're not that good at that subject, but if you're good at it, let's say all your other subjects or most of your subjects, you can still excel and graduate at a young age. Holy That's what he said. Nine. He was the youngest student to graduate from Reach Cyber Charter School based in Harrisburg. Uh, He initially said he didn't set out to go to college early, but when he realized it was possible, he made it his goal. Um, He especially enjoys math and science, especially nuclear chemistry, which I've always had a particular Mm. attachment to. At nine. And he hopes to one day go into astronomy, engineering, or software developments. And in his free time, John enjoys building robots and watching online videos about astronomy and physiology. Great. His dad, this is a great, he said, it's always been my joy to see my son doing what he does well. It's fantastic, and we are deeply grateful to God he was able to achieve this Mm, goal. Fabulous. Excellent. Yeah, it looks like he is one of uh, maybe four or five kids in his family. Uh, I saw a picture, and they all looked extremely happy. Can you imagine? His unbelievable So what's that like, though? Okay, so he was was on a a cyber charter school, so online learning. Will he continue online into college? Can you imagine a nine-year-old sitting in a college classroom? He's taking online uh, community college classes right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's wonderful, and it also probably hurts your social life. What do you mean? Being nine? Being nine, and, you know, if you're playing with somebody who's nine, like, is your your social skills are still nine. Probably. Even if your academic skills are 18. He's still a boy. He's still still a a little kid. Yeah, but he's got a larger family, so that might be his primary social time is his family, right? I mean, God bless him. At nine, I was playing with sock puppets. I mean, what the heck? I mean... At nine, I was eating a lot of Hostess products. I remember that. <laughs> remember the Suzy Q? Oh, yeah. That was a favorite. Loved the Suzy I Q. I really, really enjoyed yeah, yeah. the Suzy Q. Yeah, yeah. I ate many, many of those. Uh-huh. What was the blonde version of the Suzy Q? Yeah. Right? I don't remember. What about the little red things that were coconut on the outside? Zingers. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Very nice. 101.5 WORD. I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you each day to open the Word of God and ask for His input. And I'm convinced the challenges we face in today's world are more spiritual than they are political or economic. Exploring God's Word together is refreshing. It equips us for everything that comes our way. Join me, and let's see what God has in store for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 930, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. You've spent your entire working life paying into it, so don't you want to get the most out of Social Security, squeezing it for all it's worth? 
Hi, this is Ethan Lane with Accurate Solutions Group. Our team can help show you ways to do that with our free social security report. It's a great first step to learn how your benefits can play a role in your overall retirement income plan, especially because the Social Security Administration can't give you advice. It's different for everyone, and there are a lot of factors that go into knowing exactly how to maximize your benefits, but based on the decision you make, you could end up with tens of thousands of extra dollars in retirement simply by being informed. Get this free Social Security report from Accurate Solutions Group by texting the word SECURITY to 412-515-3555. That's SECURITY to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. South Point Telecom specializes in electronic chimes for your church or community center. Replace or upgrade your existing bells with affordable, high-fidelity musical carillons. This is Don Hoder with 30 years' experience at South Point Telecom with audio, video systems, office phones, and computer cabling. Phone me now for a quick, affordable price. 412-646-6262 or go to southpointtelecom.com. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and... And install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com. We go now to the White House where Greg Clarkson joins us. We start off every Monday by going to the White House. And uh, do we have, is, we have Greg? Well, good, fabulous. Okay, Greg is standing by and mm-hmm. uh, waiting to join us here. Oh, there call. he is. Look. Exactly. I see his face just now. Very nice. Hi, Greg. How you doing? Hey, Kathy. John, good, good to be here. Yeah, good to see you. Are you joining us from the White House or are you at home today, Greg? Home studio today. Home studio. Very nice. Wonderful. Monday. It's good to be home. You know what it is? That's called remote learning for Greg Clegston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm. yes. All right. Um, so let's talk about the uh, the crazy story of the China balloon. I mean, when what we were talking... I was just thinking when the, when the when the story came out, I thought, boy, when Greg leaves us, when we say goodbye on Monday around four thirty, we don't have any idea what's coming, do we? The week ahead, right? I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Okay, Greg. So the China balloon appeared midweek last week, flew across the United States via the jet stream, and then was finally shot down yesterday uh, off the coast of South Carolina. Very eventful. Right. Yeah, Saturday, I think, on the shoot okay, down. Thank you. But yes, yeah, it was. And I think it was first seen uh, by U.S. Uh, officials when the balloon was maybe over Alaska, you know, sort of on the West Coast. And then it was uh, later midweek over Montana. And that was of concern because there are some um, 
you know, sensitive military sites located there as well as elsewhere across the country, including in Nebraska, another state that that balloon flew over. So there was legitimate concern from all parties uh, in the United States in terms of, you know, what this balloon was, what it was doing. Was it capturing uh, sensitive information? Was it it surveillance? Of course, Beijing said that it was a weather airship that had Mm -hmm. blown off course. The Pentagon didn't buy that and uh, publicly dismissed that claim by the Chinese. So it's widely believed to have been a surveillance, um, uh, you know, airship or device. Um, You know, what's interesting is that... The uh, the Republicans and a lot of critics uh, have jumped all over the White House yeah. and the president saying that he, uh, he is, uh, you know, portrayed weakness by waiting until Saturday, letting essentially this balloon go across the rest of the country and, and go really, you know, west coast to east coast before shooting it down over the waters off the uh, Carolina coast. The White House just finished a, a White House briefing just a, a few minutes ago. And officials, not surprisingly, are defending the way the administration uh, took care of this, saying that it was not only the safest thing to do, but that the U.S. was able to even get more information about this balloon as it was traveling Mm. across the U.S. And then by shooting it down over the water where we ended up doing that, had a better chance of recovering uh, the material to gain even more information about what China had sent over our airspace. So that's the latest right now yeah, on that one. That's what I was wondering. You know, when when the news first broke about it, and of course there was instant uh, outrage on behalf of uh, Republicans about the fact that Biden didn't shoot it down um, or the administration chose not to. And I thought there has to be more to that story. Uh, there has to there has to be a reason why the administration chose not to do that. I was thinking perhaps it was a reason to gain more intelligence about what was going on. But I just can't understand why China would set what it's such an obvious thing. I mean, it's not a very good surveillance tool if we all know it's up there. Right. Right. Obviously, even though it was at 60,000 feet altitude or so, uh, we we obviously discovered it. The, the move is seen as being very provocative by the Chinese, the, the the White House, the administration, the Pentagon, State Department, not impressed by this. Uh, this came right at the same time that our Secretary of State Blinken was about to leave for China for long scheduled uh, diplomatic talks to try and you know move forward on some issues of common ground if there are any between our two countries. So the timing of it was was uh, per- peculiar as well. Um, not only being provocative. And yes, um, there were some initial concerns. I have to say, I was wondering, too, if, you know, if it was flying over Montana and some of the other more sparsely populated states in our country, would it not have been possible to safely bring that Mm -hmm. down? Uh, But military officials in their public forward statements said, no, this was the uh, the safest way to do it, do it off the waters of the East Coast. Right. So, Greg, obviously, this is nothing new. As long as there have been countries and principalities, we're always interested in what either our neighbors or people far from us are doing. Um, And apparently this is not uh, there's conflicting reports whether China has uh, floated balloons in the past. There's been contradictory remarks about that. Any insight on that? Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little murky. The administration, the White House, just this afternoon, saying that there have been, um, I think, two or three incidents uh, that the the administration was able to determine had hap- similar sorts of incidents in the previous administration, meaning the Trump administration. The Trump and, and President, uh, former President Trump, and and others in his circle 
uh, have been out on social media and elsewhere, uh, you know, denying that case. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, Trump would would want to deny that because he was very, uh, very strongly condemning Biden last week for for waiting so long to shoot it down. Uh, the president, former president, had wanted to see that happen on on Wednesday or Thursday. In fact, what's interesting, Joe Biden, uh, when he talked to reporters over the weekend, he did tell us that he wanted uh, the U.S. military to shoot the thing down on Wednesday. But when he received the uh, the suggestions and the formal recommendations from military officials who made the case that it w- it made sense on uh, for the variety of issues uh, for the variety of reasons that we've j- already discussed here um, to wait another couple of days. Uh, the president went along with that military recommendation. Interesting. Mm. We're talking with Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. Greg, uh, let's move forward to tomorrow night's proceedings, the uh, annual State of the Union address. Uh, in many ways, the State of the Union is like the Grammys. For some people, it's can't miss television. For other people, they go, I don't want to be anywhere near the circus. <laughs> yeah, this is a big week. We've got the we had the Grammys last night, State of the Union tomorrow night, the Super Bowl next week. Holy moly. Uh, I wonder. I wonder who's going to get the biggest ratings there. Yeah, <laughs> I think we could probably guess. Yes, we can probably guess. But you know what? This uh, the State of the Union address uh, still is widely seen as giving any president really um, a large uh, viewing audience mm-hmm. nationwide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the numbers may you know fluctuate from year to year, but it's it, it's typically one of the. Uh, uh, the rallying events in terms of, of getting this kind of media coverage. And, of course, the president, uh, because of the Constitution, has to uh, deliver a State of the Union um, message to the Congress, to the United States. It does not technically have to be uh, in person or on television and all the rest, but uh, here we are, radio and TV age and uh, satellite and streaming and you name it. Uh, so that's that's happening tomorrow, uh, nine o'clock Eastern time. We're we're getting some broad um, outline ideas from White House officials of what to expect. Nothing nothing terribly surprising. The president is going to be wanting to and will be touting what he sees as his accomplishments so far. He's you know halfway through his first term in office, and uh, and so he's going to be looking at at achievements that have been made. What's interesting is that uh, he's he's going to have a different environment. Of course, that's uh, it's always interesting to, to look at the atmosphere inside that House chamber, because uh, for the first time since he's been president, he's not going to have a Democratic Speaker of the mm-hmm. House sitting behind him mm-hmm. next to the vice president. It's going to be the GOP Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, and a slight House majority uh, of members there as well. Of course, we remember just a few weeks ago, we got a lot of looks inside that House chamber during all of those right. uh, many 15 ballots for the speaker but that is the political reality this year in terms of having a divided house even though the uh, the, the democrats still maintain control of the right. senate and, and will you be anchoring the coverage for salem anchoring the coverage beginning at nine eastern time tomorrow Excellent. yes Good. okay look forward to that so this will be uh the congressmen on their best behavior as opposed to what we saw on the c-span version of the <laughs> you know nominations for speaker of the house right everyone brings a guest so. right i hope so people do I bring mean, guests yeah, there you know there have been a, there have been a few instances uh, over the years when um, uh, you know members of Congress have have called out and kind of a breach of protocol. We can remember a couple of those. Uh, you lie. There oh, was yeah, a, sure. oh, of a course. Call, I think that was during the Obama years, right? Yeah. Um, so, Justice, yeah, so uh, several justices fell asleep mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we do have that. So there there are some there are some sort of predictable 
scenes that we can uh, predict and uh, expect to see happen tomorrow night. But also, you, you never know. Obviously, I think most members tend to be on their best behavior this kind of evening. Right. Uh, and we're also going to be hearing this year the Republican response uh, to the State of the Union speech is going to be coming from the youngest governor in the nation, 40-year-old Sarah Huckabee Sanders, oh, the wow. governor of Arkansas. stranger, that? right, yeah, yeah. And we'll look forward to the, um, the appearance of George Santos, right? George Santos. Yeah. Now he has he has stepped down from uh, the two committees that he was assigned to, but still is a member of Congress. So, right, yes, right. we would assume that he would be there. Yeah. Very yeah. Nice. We could maybe combine the Grammys and the State of the Union sometime. Right. That, Play, that could make it exciting. State of the Union bingo. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we could do that. Um, yeah. Greg, la- uh, before we go into our ancillary question, of course, I do want to ask you about some polls. Uh, what's it looking yeah. like for Biden? And as we look well, forward to the next presidential election. Right. Not just the presidential election, uh, but of course, they do pertain to those, uh, you know, to that race and that election eventually. Um, and we're still waiting for an official formal announcement from the president on a, on a reelection bid for 2024. But he's got a steep road and, and, and that's going to be part of his challenge even tomorrow night when he's addressing, uh, you know, the public and uh, through uh, his State of the Union address. You've got a new Washington Post ABC poll that says 62 percent. So almost two thirds of American adults say that the president has not accomplished very much or has done mm-hmm. little or nothing in his first two years in office. That's a perception that uh, apparently a lot of Americans hold. The White House, of course, would argue uh, that the, a lot has happened. And even if it's not felt yet by the American public uh, in terms of, for example, like an infrastructure law where it takes months, if not years, to see the fruition of those projects. Right now, the challenge is making Americans feel like there is progress and that uh, they should be feeling better. So that that's something the president's going to have to deal with. And also, this is also interesting. We've tracked these kinds of poll results before, but the, the Associated Press has a new poll out saying that the majority of Democrats... Democrats do not want President Biden to be on the 2024 wow. ticket. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's not just Republicans and independents, but uh, but Democrats and uh, voters who lean Democratic. Right. Mm. So it should be interesting to see how things shake out. And we'll uh, yeah. be here hopefully to see that. All right. Ancillary uh, question. Yeah. Ancillary yeah. question. Speaking of excited to see how things will shake out. It's Super Bowl week. You already brought it up, Greg. Um, I would like to know who you're rooting for in the coming contest on Sunday. Well, I'm not heavily interest, uh, invested in either team. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. have strong feelings against either of the teams, but uh, for whatever reason, I'm 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 pulling. I think for the non-Pennsylvania team. What you're going City Kansas team. City? I'm going Kansas City. I understand. And did you want to give us some reasoning behind that choice? Well, it's there's not a lot to it. Um, I I've never been a huge Philadelphia fan for um, good reason. But again, I don't I don't have bad feelings about the Eagles. Uh, but we do. I, I do. I do think that Andy Reid is uh, one of these guys. Uh, he, we obviously know he's successful, but he somehow seems to be an underrated coach somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, he had success not only in Philadelphia, but and and has been in there in KC too. So, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I, I, I like the uh, the Midwest feel to the KC uh, sure. fan. Base. I get yeah. that. So, is it a party you're going to, or are you home? Uh, just the family. I think it's going to be a more quieter uh, at mm-hmm. home this year. And have you already decided on your snacks? Too early. Yeah, too early. Okay. Too early. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll but, try to uh, talk to you again before then, because obviously that'll be breaking news. 
<laughs> I hope there's no balloon to uh, you know burst yeah. our. Uh, we'll Super send Bowl our. Bowl. We'll send the John and Kathy ride home balloon over to. <laughs> the ride to home try, balloon. To, to try to surveil your snacks. You think that's a lot of hot air? Is that what's going on there? Right? Yeah. Greg, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Bye, Greg. Bye. SRN News White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Information about Salem Radio Network. WordFM.com. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800 800- 419-2387. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-419-2387. 800-419-2387. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you got to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. Their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. And right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow tiles, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. That's 800-391-0954. Or visit MyPillow.com, promo code WORD. Geneva College understands that you're passionate about your life's work. Through Geneva's graduate degree programs, you'll be equipped to fully pursue your faith life calling, excelling in your field, and moving forward for a purpose. In your studies and in your work, you'll be challenged to seek God's design in all things, integrating faith and life, aspiring, leading, and achieving your goals for all that you're created to be and do. You were made for this. Visit geneva.edu slash graduate to learn more. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. What are all the things you witness online in a day? Cats playing piano, selfies on your feed, your friend's picture being turned into a nasty meme that's been shared 50 times, 51, 52. When someone's being bullied online, it's hard to know what to do. Now you can speak up with the witness emoji. It looks like an eye in a speech bubble, and it's in the symbol section near the clocks in your phone. You'll let the world know it isn't cool, and you'll let your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 29. A thick cloud cover tomorrow. It'll be mild, turning breezy in the afternoon with a couple of showers. Tomorrow we'll see a high of 51. Occasional rain and drizzle tomorrow evening. Otherwise, cloudy skies tomorrow night with a low of 32. Variable cloudiness expected for Wednesday. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 47. With your Racky Weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. (music) 
I was out Saturday, and it felt, you know, it was so blustery on Saturday. Sun was shining. And dare I say, it felt like March. It felt as mm. though winter was winding down. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that's folly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can sort of feel it in some way that maybe, you know, Phil the Groundhog was wrong. So, of course, we're in a limited time here, wondering about things you have to do around the house. You know, now's the what, dead to get ready winter. for spring? In a way. Really? Okay. But, you know, most of the time, of course, you're spending inside. So, so uh, seeing something from the Washington Post, nine things, uh, nine home maintenance tasks on your February to-do list. Pruning. Pruning outside. I'm always no. anxious about pruning. I never prune in February. Yeah. Well, they're saying should you should. I? Yeah. Uh-huh. I should do that. Yeah. What? They said you can safely. Uh-huh. Yeah, the clippers or the pruning saw. Take a look at the uh, shrubs that might need trimming. It's safe to do this in the dead of winter. Clip off some of the spots, then remove uh, more during the summer. So I- I'm a little leery about it. Okay, that. here's the thing. Even if it's okay to do that, would I want to do that? I mean, like, is that the kind of thing I could just safely postpone? Yeah, but, you know, you can do it now in the dead of winter because the tree, w- once the shrub spring comes, then it's expending a lot of energy coming to, you know, New leaf. Yeah, I'm, so, and so will I. But it's kind of nice to be outside and putter around, isn't it? No. Oh, I think it okay. is. Okay, yeah. Okay, um, prepare to mow. I'm looking at mowers. I'm looking at lawnmowers. <laughs> Thinking about them almost daily. Prepare to mow. I am. Okay. Lawn mowing season might not uh, begin until late March, uh-huh. but um, some of us, I'm thinking about the mower. Or maybe even later. Right. Yeah, it could be, yeah. Depending I upon. bet we're not. I bet there's not a lot of mowing going on in Western Pennsylvania in March. Oh, believe me, there are neighbors of ours who are out there. Okay. First thing, repair walls and touch up paint. Right? I mean, you see, your, I mean, there's like a little black okay. mark. Okay. Now, okay, but I am definitely not doing that until I can open the windows. There, there is that. You know, that's that's right, the thing. Right. I, there is a room I want to paint. Mm-hmm. I am not doing that right it now. Gets stinky no, and, it's know, too stinky. Everyone's like, going, clean your closets. Uh, Ironic. Uh, that's what I plan to do tomorrow morning. I have, I'm set aside. Okay. I'm doing the uh, bathroom cabinet tomorrow morning and the hall closet. Excellent. Thank you for asking. Very the good. linen cabinet will be cleaned right. out tomorrow. Get out the duster. When sunshine streams into the window on a winter day, it's easy to see and whisk away all the cobwebs, all the dust that builds up. Do you, do you regularly dust? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess you're okay. <laughs> I mean, Check your fire extinguishers. Okay. I always worry about that, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, owning a house makes you worry a I lot. It really right? does. Wipe down the bathroom. Tubs and showers, uh, of course, over time they produced uh, mildew. Yeah, but hopefully you're doing, that's not just a, a spring task. It's something you're, you're doing that pretty regularly. If I don't the mean, whole bathroom, top to bottom, wiping it down? I'm not doing that uh, Well, you're, often. You're, you're not, I mean, you're cleaning the interior of your shower. Yeah, but, you know, they're saying walls, oh, wash the ceilings. Walls. Yeah. Everything. Cabinets. I think it's probably a good idea to take the uh, exhaust fan down, clean it out. Yeah, that's a good idea. Put it back up. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That's going to cause me to have to to repaint the ceiling, which is why I haven't done it. Right. I really need to get that exhaust fan down. Tell tell your husband to do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, it's one thing. I've 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 never done a honey-do list. Never. Not a single time. You don't? Never. I never have. But do you think I should? I think yeah, no. Kind of expects it. Really? I know who I expect it. 101.5 WORD. In our daily devotional, 
Alistair Begg talks about how our faith looks even better in the winters of life than in the summers. Start your day with biblical guidance for the seasons of life delivered directly to your inbox with our station's daily devotional email. Alistair is joined by many other ministry leaders. It's amazing how your day can be shaped when you start with God's perspective. Subscribe to any of our devotionals or newsletters at wordfm.com slash subscribe. What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28. Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or you can do it safe and secure online by clicking on the preborn banner at wordfm.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Dancing crew, trip for two, nail the final interview. Game with Doug, brand new mug. Come here, kid, give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. New COVID-19 boosters designed for recent Omicron variants are now available. Learn about eligibility and schedule a free updated booster today at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. We Americans have an odd love affair with the monarchy. TV shows like The Crown, Mm -hmm. we just eat it up like we can't get enough of it. Look at the sales of Prince Harry's book. Right. Or no, he's not a prince anymore. I guess, can we call him? No, he's not a prince anymore. We We just call him Harry. Well... It's just a weird thing that we do. Now, imagine that the UK, that England is your home country. What is the appearance there? What is the love there? And even more so complicated, our next guest, Carl Truman, has been with us over the years. He himself from the from the UK, but now primarily living in the United States, kind of a stranger in a strange land. Carl, welcome back to the show. It's great to be back. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. Carl, how about I just run into you on the Grove City campus today? You did, yes. That was kind of fun. I mean, <laughs> after all the times we've talked, we've never been like you know breathing the same air. So I was very happy to see you in person, Carl. That was nice. What were you doing at Grove? Um, I was there with my daughter. 
Okay. Yep. Okay. We were having a little tete-a-tete. I took her out for lunch, and then I came back, and then she said, oh, hey, there's Dr. Truman. And I said, I, it's Carl in his native habitat. I'd never <laughs> seen you there. So Very good, yes. <laughs> I was grateful to find you there. Okay, Carl, so, you know, when we see the, the Prince Harry book come out, um, we know that the coronation for the king is is coming up. We see it as, you know, the upstart Americans that we've always been. You have a different perspective. Uh, talk about growing up in Britain, and how did you view the monarchy? Well, the, the odd thing is, I think I've learned more about the monarchy since I moved to the U.S. Really? I did growing up. But back home, it's just there, and it doesn't get talked about as much as it does on the news hmm. in the United States, certainly when I was growing up. Uh, so the Queen was just there. I mean, it, it's really weird having a... I watched the England-Scotland rugby game on Saturday. It was the first time I'd heard my national anthem sung with the word king rather than Oh, queen. yeah. So uh, she she was just there. And I think for many years, you know, the Queen represented, I, I think, an England that's really died now. Uh, the, 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 the stoic reserve, which I kind of like and admire the England that I grew up in has really been replaced with pretty you mentioned Prince Harry's uh, autobiography what an absolute disaster, disaster that is in so many ways yes yes uh, yeah so the Queen was was always she was just there uh, I didn't have any great strong feelings about her um, she was a, a constant in, in English public life mm-hmm. throughout my entire life, really. So, Carl, in First Things, you wrote a really interesting piece, and, and you talk about the, the upcoming coronation of the king. Identity politics is what the king will be invested in. Yeah, this is the interesting thing, that, uh, that Prince Charles is having an LGBTQ plus choir. Uh, perform at the celebration after the coronation. And when I read that, it first of all, it, it brought home to me how my own country has changed in my absence. Uh, like every country, you know, it's, the, the issues that we see today are, are not ones one could have anticipated 20, 25 years ago. But secondly, it also got me thinking about the nature of monarchy in general. And it, it struck me for the first time that one of the remarkable things about the Queen was it was precisely because she she didn't represent any group in particular that she was able to represent the entire nation. Uh, and once you start playing politics, uh, you really end up with a situation a little like you have in the United States, where the head of state uh, becomes not a uniting figure, really, but rather a divisive figure, precisely because both with the current uh, incumbent and the previous uh, incumbent of the presidential office. Significant proportion of the population uh, don't like him and don't regard him as, as legitimate. And it struck me as interesting that in a, in a non-democratic, with a non-democratic head of state, you actually in some ways have a more representative person of the nature, nation as a whole. Uh, than you have in in a democratic or republic uh, like the United States. Yes, and and so you write that the nation has an identity or could have an identity that transcends the particularities of party politics and class, and that's where you've been all these many years. Yes, absolutely. I I mean, I'm thinking, if I I think about what gives me my my, my distinct identity as an Englishman, rather my general, general identity as an Englishman, you know, I went to a grammar school, I studied classics, I'm a Presbyterian minister. Uh, these are all things that are important to, to who I am. 
none of which will be represented at the uh, coronation. And the lack of representing them will not make me feel that I've been excluded at all, because the whole point is that the king represents the nation in general, and no group in particular. Uh, as soon as you start playing the identity politics mm-hmm. game, you lose that that catholicity uh, and start to, to descend into the, the fragmented nature of politics that we see playing out uh, in the democratic process, right. both in, in, in England as well as here. I'm not states, of course, in saying this, just saying that the, the head of state in England has always transcended that kind of stuff, and now we see the head of state being pulled into it. So... I'm wondering, Carl, if you think that that's the power of the monarchy, is that it really it kind of lives above uh, the different trends of culture. And so if if it starts to imbue or bend to the current trends in culture in culture, does it take away from its traditional weight? Yeah, I think it it loses its purpose for existence, actually, if I was to put it in a sort of dramatic way. But I I don't think it's entirely the monarchy's fault, of course. I think Charles pandering to these identity groups is a function of the fact that the national English narrative has crumbled. You know, there isn't something stronger to hold the English together at this particular point in time. Uh, Again, and that's something that I think afflicts a lot of nations in the West, where we're by and large being taught to be ashamed of our national narratives uh, in one way or another. Uh, and, and that leaves a vacuum. Okay, so what does it mean to be English? What does it mean to be an American? Uh, I was on a podcast, conservative podcast, actually, on Saturday evening and with, with some friends, and I found myself in the odd position as the, uh, as the immigrant green card or sort of Defending America at the moment, you know, America is still a great country. And I quoted the, the opening line of The Godfather, you know, I believe in America. Yes. Uh, well, I believe in a vision of America that is in danger of being capsized, I think. And uh, what we're seeing in the West is the great na- narratives that gave nations identity and gave them coherence are being dismantled, torn to shreds in front of our eyes. Yes, that's an excellent point. So so it's a, it's death by a thousand cuts, right? I mean, whether it's, you know, um, a sexual identity group or a political group or whatnot, everyone with a megaphone is insisting that they be heard, that they come to the table. We must not only identify them, but also bow down to their ideology. And in some ways, I mean, the table's big, but the splintering in many ways just pulls us further apart. Yes. And, of course, there have always been disagreements. It's not, you know, that Britain has had its Conservative and Labour Party that have battled it out through my entire lifetime at election time. America has had its Republicans and its Democrats. What I think is different now is there's always been something lying behind these party differences that has been stronger than the party differences themselves. There's always been some underlying narrative, some underlying unity that has relativized uh, the, the differences and prevented this kind of fragmentation. And I think that's something we're seeing dying in the West. I, I, when I moved to the States in 2001, I, I was struck at how frequently I would hear the term un-American used on the TV by people of all parties. Mm. I don't hear that term anymore. It's almost as if Un-American doesn't exist as a word anymore because nobody's quite sure what being an American means. Uh, 
there isn't that sort of consensus underlying it that allows you to identify that which is not you. Uh, and Britain, I think, has its has its you know, parallel problems. Right. So then. W- with the monarchy, whether it's Prince Harry's book or, you know, the new king, I mean, I guess the question, of course, always is for the monarchy, does it matter? Will it endure? Um, I think it will endure because it's uh, it, its opponents would say it's an anachronism. But I think that if you were to constitutionally get rid of the monarchy, you probably wouldn't be able to do anything else legislatively for several years. So mm. I think it's. It's practically impossible to become a, a republic unless you don't want a budget set for three years. You don't want any other laws passed. Mm. I think what we'll see with Charles is, and, and he's self-consciously moving this direction, you will see a pared-down monarchy. You will see a more modest uh, monarchy uh, emerging. And, and you see that already with the younger royals who are more, you know, even William, who has a dignity that his brother doesn't have, yes. uh, is... A, a, a more consciously presents himself as, a, as more of an ordinary Joe, perhaps, than Prince Charles would ever have done, let alone any of his ancestors. So I think you'll see the British monarchy moving more in the direction of the kind of monarchies that other countries, some other countries on the European continent have, where it's, uh, it's pared down and it's a much more modest affair. That's Carl Truman. Check out his latest book, Strange New World, How Thinkers and Activists Redefined Identity and Sparked the Sexual Revolution. Carl, pleasure to have you again on the program. Thank you. Thanks very much for having me. Always a great pleasure. Carl Truman from Grove City College. Kath and Carl bumping heads there today. It's a Wait, no, not bumping heads, just greeting one another. Very nice. Grove City College, gcc.edu. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, But then when you got to use it, it's not very absorbent. It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. Their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. And right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow tiles, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. That's 800-391-0954. Or visit MyPillow.com, promo code WORD. Good Housekeeping just released its list of 65 New Year's resolutions to make you a better and happier you. They're good things, but no surprise. Not one of them includes worship. Why not resolve to get to know the Creator, the one who knows you inside and out? This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown. Join us Sundays at 1045. This year, resolve to come back to church. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. 
I truly have never worked in a place that I've loved so much. Kara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. The feeling is so warm and open when you walk in. They're very passionate about teaching, passionate about the school, and they love the children. Everybody's willing to step up and help one another. There's just so much love there and compassion for each other. And it's just a nice, warm place to be. Imagine, believe, achieve. Jubilee Christian School, K-8 grade. Now enrolling for the fall at jubileecs.org. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike feels like he's capable of a little more than just trips to the convenience store. Oh, also, he wants to let you know that you can buy a gallon of ice cream instead of a pint every time. (laughs) Those are his words. So he said roughly like, blink the last wheel. It doesn't really translate, but the way he said it was super funny. (laughs) Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. The rise of buy-nothing groups. I I see free stuff, you know, whether on Facebook or on Craigslist or whatnot. Uh, Are you familiar with the um, buy-nothing groups, Ken? No, I'm not. You know, this is really, this is to the extreme, to the extreme. Uh, From today's Washington Post, listen to this. It was not until after Angela Parker, 53, raced across her North Atlanta neighborhood to nab eight leftover thick-cut slices of ham with gravy from the porch of someone she didn't know that she began to ask herself some questions. Was it weird to eat a stranger's porch ham? Was it safe? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Would the ham be worth it? It was free, so yes. Parker had been alerted to the ham via her neighborhood Buy Nothing group, where people offer up their belongings to neighbors who might need or want them. The ham givers had leftovers from a party, they said, and it was from Matthew's Cafeteria, a legendary old-school southern restaurant. Sure enough, it was delicious, well worth the non-existent price. Here's my jam, says Parker. I enjoyed the heck out of it on some Hawaiian bread. Meanwhile, in Tacoma Park, D.C., Jennifer Lawson posted a free item on her Buy Nothing group, 13 gallons of guinea pig poop. What? Sure enough, people reached out. She's been saving it for gardening or whatnot. Please tell me. Okay, it's gardening. People came and got it, and the questions arose when it was said it was taken. When will you have another bag? Uh, the Buy Nothing Project was an experiment on Bainbridge Island near Seattle 10 years ago. The idea is to encourage their neighbors to give away unwanted possessions instead of trashing them. By design, each participating neighbor has its own volunteer-led group to keep the giving close and convenient. Someone said, uh, I'm a Buy Nothing freak. Expiration dates do not phase me. She has on more than one occasion obtained free clothing. I just take it home, wash it, including blankets. Thank you, John. Notice what someone's saying there. Well, I mean, I get the idea of buy nothing. That's a really good thing. Yeah, for and I we do but, the we do the the Craigslist free yeah. all the time. What, Food? Never. You're gonna, buy, you're gonna put someone's never, hand on a porch and never, eat that? Never, 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 never. I have to draw the That's line scary. at food. Someone's ham sitting on a porch. And who's holding guinea pig poop until they get thirty pounds I, of it? I don't know. Didn't it say 30 pounds? 13. Oh, 13. Like it makes well, a difference. Well, you're right. That's a good point. 13 is still bad. But, I mean, the free Craigslist thing, we, you know, we have a bookcase. We have a chair. We would, I, I'm happy to do, I do that all the time. The ham? No. I don't know. I can't. I, I just can't. 
So you could probably furnish a house with your free stuff. Yeah. Anything? Especially if you've got a kid who's maybe moving into their first apartment. Right. The Craigslist free thing is really great. Is it just on Craigslist or is it on uh, Facebook? There might be a marketplace I wonder if there's a buy nothing group as well here in the city. I bet there is. I'm telling you, that's great. But I don't don't want your leftovers, John. Or, Or guinea pig food. None of that stuff. I mean, I get it. A bookcase... Maybe, you know, some ski equipment or whatnot. How about linens, John? Bed linens, because they are washable. Nope. Yep. Not they are it. able to be washed. That's why you have a washing machine. So. No, it's fine. I think it's healthy even. <laughs> Until you get bed bugs. Okay, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> Come back, 5 o'clock hour. Uh-huh. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. this is good. We're talking about the Grammys last night first. And Hemingway. Ernest Hemingway makes an appearance. Maybe his first ever appearance on the ride home. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Financial advisor before investing. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo tells the Salem Radio Network the Trump administration would not have hesitated in bringing down the suspected Chinese spy balloon. Traveling at a slow rate over continental United States the size of a couple of buses is not a minor incursion. That is a serious matter, and I am confident every senior leader, but political leader in the Trump administration would have known about it if that happened. Pompeo calls this another example of the Biden administration's incompetency. The U.S. shot down the balloon off the Carolina coast after it had traversed sensitive military sites across North America. A frantic search for survivors underway amid the rubble left by a powerful 7.8 magnitude earthquake that struck southeastern Turkey and northern Syria. The death toll now above 2,600. The Dow is down 59 points. The Nasdaq off 111. This is SRN News. Our little brother says the word dodo word 40 times a day. Should we be saying that word on Word FM? (laughs) You started it. Okay. So, here we are with Uncle Ryan with three reasons why you'd be a tweet tweet if you bought a home this year and didn't use us at United Faith Mortgage. The biggest reason is our direct lender advantage. We use our own money. And there's no middleman. Which means... We can often get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. We also pay $1,000 of your closing costs on all new home purchases. And just as important to me as saving listeners money is the super service part. Our small team is specifically committed to Word FM. You will not get to a closing and find anything hidden. It's a partnership all the way around. So don't the and we're done. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. And a blessing for 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed? And a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities. Well, that's about to change. Thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks. Lee Container, the J. Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism
autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org slash employment. The new year gives us the opportunity to make resolutions. You may have goals focusing on your physical, mental, or financial health, but have you considered your legal health? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. You may have been putting off updating your estate plan or creating one altogether. We provide free consultations in order for you to finally check the box off your resolution list. Whether you want to discuss the difference between a will or a trust or the functions of a power of attorney, we'd love to talk to you. To schedule a free consultation today, visit a-h.law. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 29. A thick cloud cover tomorrow. It'll be mild, turning breezy in the afternoon with a couple of showers. Tomorrow we'll see a high of 51. Occasional rain and drizzle tomorrow evening. Otherwise, cloudy skies tomorrow night with a low of 32. Variable cloudiness expected for Wednesday. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 47. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Right before we came to air, we were talking about uh, the murder of a policeman in McKeesport. Another uh, policeman has also been injured. No word uh, on the, the details of the injury, the depth of those injuries. But uh, it's been, what, well, less than a month then um, the Brackenridge mm-hmm. police chief, chief of police was, was murdered as well. Mm-hmm. Justin McIntyre. We live in a murderous society, do we not? Yeah, we do. So last night the uh, Grammys took to the stage to try to get our mind off of a lot of the other things in the world. Well, that didn't do a whole lot it of good. It certainly didn't. Did um, you see any of it? No, because I was sick oh, and right. I fell asleep and I forgot it was on. I didn't even record it. So I care zero about the Grammys. Yeah, well, I, I never miss the Grammys and so I'm not sure what happened to me. I could fall over these people who are nominated or who are won, have no idea who they were. I'll mention a couple of the people who won last night. A Harry Styles won for Album of the Year. I have that album. Do you? I think it's fine. I don't think it's an album of the year Mm -hmm. to me. Like, I think that's really overstating it, but okay. Uh, Record of the year, Lizzo. Um, I don't have that. Uh, Song of the year, just like that by Bonnie Raitt, who's someone I love, I didn't even know about. So I clearly have to look that up. Well, I I listen to it because I'm a fan of Bonnie Raitt. She's 73. She may be the oldest. She's outstanding. She's outstanding, especially when you compare her to Madonna. Are you? Um. It's a it's a beautiful song, uh, song of the year, uh, kind of not really. Okay, it's a beautiful song though. All right, I'll check that out. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, best pop solo performance was Easy on Me by Adele, which I think is a is a great song. I think it's singable. Uh, that that seems. But then you get into the pes- best pop duo group performance, and we have the Unholy oh my gosh. song by Sam Smith and Kim Petras, which I guess was the song that concluded all of the festivities last night. Right. I feel like we've jumped the shark. With just the ridiculousness of where we are. Yeah, and the whole, like, you know, he Sam Smith is walking around with a red top hat on with devil horns coming out of it. You've got to right. be kidding me. Like, I, I just, I, I don't know... And, you know, the message continually preached at the Grammys was apparently we can come together. Like there's so many ways that we can come together. Now, how do you think the Satan song is going to bring us together? Right. It's not. okay. so the interesting counterpoint is that to finish the Grammy broadcast last night, Jay-Z and a host of other performers, eight minutes and uh, they did a song. Like a God song. God in a way. But so that, okay, so is that, do you think the message there was we can do a Satan song and we can do a God song and we can all be friends? Kind of. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's the Grammys. Great. So, it's I kind mean, of that, like what Carl but, Truman Okay, said. so I, I get the fact that artists are going to come at things from a different perspective, but that doesn't make any sense. You can't have a God song and a Satan song and we can all be friends. It just, that doesn't, that's so absurdly simplistic and just patently, it, it's, it's, it's impossible. Well, it's just the culture that we live in, right? right? And these it's are the like, culture it's like, makers. Let's have, let's have a Nazi, and let's have a Jew up on stage, and let's celebrate the fact that they have different right. viewpoints. Let's all get well, along. Well, no, those viewpoints are actually incompatible. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not that they're different, and we can get along, which happens in a lot of cases. This is actually not one of those cases because they can't get along. Right. No, I get it. One has to win. But, you know, made-for-TV ridiculousness. I wonder what the numbers are. I wonder, you know, how many people v- tuned into the... I bet it was bad. Well, because the music's bad. Sorry, no, the music's bad. I don't think... I mean, I, those songs that I mentioned, I don't think they're bad. I mean, to me, it's it kind of like the Grammys are kind of straddling, trying to be everything. I mean, ABBA was up for a Grammy. Willie how, Nelson won a Grammy. How old is ABBA? I'm sure they're in their 70s. Oh, my god! Willie Nelson won a Grammy last night. So they put out a new album, yes, ABBA they did? did? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of mix of, you know, I mean, old and new there. Bad Bunny won. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm not a Bad Bunny fan. Mm-hmm. Um, Trevor Noah, won. that was his third day, his third year in a row hosting. Really? Yeah. Um, Willie Nelson won. Best did, country did, album. Did you hear about the fan segments where they had people sitting around a table arguing, not arguing, but trying to explain why their artist that they're a big fan of should win album of the year? No. It It sounds like it was cringy. Don't you think most of it was cringy? Lexi, did you watch any of that? Did you see any of this at all? No, I did not. Do you have any interest at all? In the Grammys? Yeah. Or, mm, not really. See, I just want to see if Taylor Swift wins anything. Oh, really? Well, yeah. she was there. She mm-hmm. was there. I don't know if she... She looked beautiful. Up, mm-hmm. She always does. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if she won anything, though. I didn't I know. No, I don't she think did. she was up for anything. When you see her, like when you see like the, like the red carpet styles, whenever you see her, she's always kind of like a throwback to a different era. Yeah. Which I, I kind of like. She has like a twenties vibe. She's sometimes. a class. Yeah, uh, Stevie Wonder performed though, Did he? which I would have loved to have seen that. Um, what did he perform? Uh, he's performed with uh, Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson. Yeah, Smokey Robinson. I th- I think Smokey Robinson is like eighty three or eighty four. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. He's been around a long time. So I'd kind of like to have seen that. Um, and I didn't see that uh, Bonnie Raitt performed. Yeah, she probably didn't. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, 
Anyway, she's terrific. She's absolutely terrific. I, we saw Bonnie Raitt, my husband and I, at the Benedum uh, maybe four years really? ago. What If you ever have an opportunity to see her live, she comes... She's in Pittsburgh soon. Is she? Yeah, she's coming to town. Well, she comes with a band that is so top shelf. These are people who've been with her for decades. Oh, it's right? just it's a it's a wonderful uh-huh. night of music. Very nice. So right. I think I don't think I missed a whole lot last night, John. I don't no, think I'm going to no, feel no. bad about go it. Go back and, and you know go look at it again. Okay, enough of that. Let's take a quick break. We come back. We're going to talk about uh, Ernest, Ernest Hemingway. Hemingway. Ernest Hemingway chased his dreams to the bitter end. We'll talk about that next on the ride home with Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. It's 101.5, Word FM, W-O-R-D. Join us for a Valentine's dinner cruise. Coming up Friday. This Friday. Looks to be a nice night. Word FM, W-O-R-D. Before a spiritual awakening can sweep through society, Pastor Greg Laurie says a revival must sweep through the church. This week on A New Beginning, important thoughts on the role we can play in the renewal and how close we could be to the soon return of the Lord. Tune in this week for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. A New Beginning with Greg Laurie, weekday mornings at 1030 on WORD. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too, the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call Right now, and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-47-BIBLE. That's 844-47-BIBLE. 844-47-BIBLE. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you got to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. Their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow tiles, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. That's 800-391-0954. Or visit MyPillow.com, promo code WORD. Parents are extremely important part of their child's education. Kara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. We try to partner with parents and try to instill values that the parents want as well. We love to have parents come in and volunteer for activities, for recess, for lunch, to help out in the classrooms, field experiences once a month. We try to team so that we can meet the child's needs. Imagine, believe, achieve. Jubilee Christian School, K-8th grade. Now enrolling for the fall at Jubilee. Jubilee. Jubilee 
Happy to welcome back to the program William Bukenstein, pastor of Emmanuel Fellowship in Kalamazoo, Michigan, also author of a book called Stubborn Prophet, which we'll talk about before the end of today's segment. William, we're glad you're back. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. So, uh, Bill, you wrote a piece of the Gospel Coalition. Hemingway chased his dreams to the bitter end. And probably most people who graduate with a high school degree uh, would know this. You say this, quote, successful writer kills himself with favorite hunting gun. I mean, that's kind of Hemingway in a tiny little nutshell. Yeah, well, I didn't know it because I didn't take high school very seriously, John. But, uh, <laughs> but I bet a lot of people, I bet you're right, a lot of people do. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I didn't know too much about Hemingway. But, yeah, I was on a vacation recently, had the opportunity to read uh, one of his books, and developed a little uh, interest in his life. So um, Hemingway won, as I remember, the Nobel Prize for Literature. Did he also win a Pulitzer Prize? Mm, I don't know. He, he did, yeah, both for The Old Man and the Sea. Okay, okay. Um, and, uh, famously, fam- these are the things I remember about Ernest Hemingway. I didn't do any prep for this interview. Like I, I'm try- I just tried to go with what I know. Um, mm-hmm. so I remember that he was a lover of women and he was married right. several times. Uh, right. and I remember that he was an alcoholic. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, the, I mean, that's a lot of his life. Sadly. Um, he was also, uh, obviously a successful writer. Uh, from a from a fairly young age, he was also a successful hunter. He was a big game hunter, not only in uh, in the United States, but also in Africa. He did a couple safaris in Africa. Uh, one extended safari in which he took home about a hundred trophy animals, wow, so wow. including yeah, unbelievable, including uh, like a dozen uh, hides for friends who had said, hey. Uh, bring me back a zebra hide. So he had to shoot up to a dozen zebras. So yeah, very very successful. Was a was a successful deep sea fisherman when he lived uh, in the Keys. He had records for certain fish that he had caught in the in the Gulf. And so very so in a lot of ways very successful. In other ways quite unsuccessful. Yes, unsuccessful. You write about a documentary where his gray haired third son chokes up telling the camera that he just wanted his father to love him. I think that's probably true of a, a lot of famous men and their disconnection from their sons. Well, that's right. And and so one of the things I noticed just doing a little bit of research on, on Hemingway is that because he chased his dreams, because he, he truly seemed to do what he wanted, um, other people are going to pay the pay the price for that, like like his like his wives, uh, like his kids, um, because you can't you can't do everything you want to do, and sacrifice and love other people at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's true whether it's Ernest Hemingway or you or I, right? I mean, there's a single mindedness to someone's so called passion at the exclusion of just about everyone and everything. Single minded. Absolutely. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not a Hemingway expert. Um, I'm not a judge of his soul. I just, I just perceived in his life something that I wrestle against, which is the temptation to trace, uh, to chase my dreams at the expense of the well-being of others and the well-being of my own soul. And so, um, yeah, we, we have to be careful that we have, we have our, our, our eyes focused on what God says is most important, and that we're willing to sacrifice uh, some of our personal dreams, and especially the, the wrong-headed dreams, so that we can take up our cross, follow Christ, 
um, and, and care for the people that God has placed in our lives. Yeah. I, I read something over the weekend. Um, the, the phrase essentially was, don't let your resume be your obituary. And, and I think that's pretty succinct of a lot of extremely successful people, right? That I'm going to achieve, I'm going to achieve, I'm going to achieve. And at the end of my life, I may not, you know, I may be disconnected from my family or from my, you know, I have very few friends, but, you know, I have achieved something in the corporate world or, you know, in the church world, but it's kind of not, doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, and if, if we, if we're only living for this life, if we're materialist, uh, then, then perhaps the resume can be our obituary, right? I mean, like if that's all there is in life, but if, if this life is really just like a flash compared to eternity, then we, we have to be willing to have a, uh, a perhaps a less ambitious uh, uh, resume. And, you know, to, we have to be willing to say no to things that we, um, yeah, that we're inclined to do for the sake of doing the right thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it runs contrary, right, Bill, to, to, you know, to the so-called American dream that, you know, when uh, when our parents encouraged us, it was to, you know, reach higher and grab that, you know, that ring as we go around the merry-go-round. We talked to our own kids that way. I mean, you know, focused on grade school and then success in high school and the SATs to get into the good college, the good college to the first job. I mean, upwards, upwards, upwards the ladder. So it's kind of distilled in all of us, probably in most societies around the world. Well, I was going to say that. Yeah, I, I doubt it's just the American dream. It's it's really just it's the human dream to advance ourselves. And of course, it's right for us to be properly ambitious, right? I mean, we should, especially as Christians, we should have high standards and 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 appropriately lofty goals. Um, but to every yes, there is a corresponding no, right? Because we can do it all, and so um, we have to we have to sometimes just look at ourselves. What am I able to do well? And and the people in my life, what what do they need from me? Um, And and what should I be doing right now? That's that's best for uh, for for the people that God has placed in my life. So, yeah, be be ambitious, but be ambitious for the things that God calls us to in a way that um, is that, that respects our God-given boundaries as well and the responsibilities that we have toward others. We, we don't want people to be able to say to us, you know, you, you do what you want, don't you, and and neglect the people around you. We, we want to be known as people who are willing to sacrifice, right? Bonhoeffer calls uh, discipleship the, the life of uh, following Christ to die to ourselves, and, and that's, that's, really what, that's really right. We're talking about the life of writer Ernest Hemingway with William Bookestein. You can check out um, William online. He's the author of a book called Faithful God. What draws you to Hemingway? Uh, why did you decide to read the biography? Are you, are you a fan? Um, is this something that you've been, you know, kind of looking at, at on your to-do list for a while? Well, that's a good question. Not, not really. I, um, I, I love to hunt, and so I don't, I don't hunt to the extent that that Ernest Hemingway hunted, but. Um, so, so the book that I picked up and read it was a 1935 book called The Green Hills of Africa, and it's a story of, of I think it was like a two-month safari, um, like deep backwoods safari in Kenya. And I thought, you know, I'd love to hunt. I'd love to do something like that. And he's a good writer, and he talks a little bit about writing in the book. So there were certainly things that I, that I liked about it. I liked his courageous spirit and his 
um, his willingness to press deeper and and further to uh, to explore places that he had never been before. Um, I, I ended up not not loving the book. It's a little bit too much of a travelogue for me. But um, yeah, so I picked it up out of a shared interest in hunting and uh, and writing. And um, yeah, it, it's it's an interesting book. I wouldn't uh, probably won't read it again, but it was it was it was worthwhile. So no, I'm not a Hemingway scholar, but boy, I try to when I read something, I try to think what what is this book what is this book saying to me, right? Mm-hmm. What, what is, what can I learn from this even, you know, positively and negatively? And I, I do think I picked up um, both positive and negative examples from this book. Hmm. To, to me, you know, you wonder about people like Ernest Hemingway or whomever, you know, of the age. I mean, people with like this incredible God-given talent that obviously Hemingway honed deeply to his writing skill and, and prowess there. But at the same time, haunted by uh, these ghosts or these demons uh, that turns into alcoholism Mm -hmm. and, you know, the wanderings of the world and, you know, the lusts of the flesh. I wonder about that. I mean, to be endowed with a great gift, there's also a dark side to that as well, isn't there? Yeah, there surely is. So being being created in God's image is a powerful thing, whether whether used properly or not. Right. We have knowledge and capabilities and and strength and and creative energy and um yeah we can we can use that for god's glory at reflecting his his uh his wisdom and his love for beauty and his communication uh interests and his ultimate willingness to sacrifice in the gift of jesus um or we can use it to simply advance ourselves and so um, humans are amazing, We're truly amazing, and so, but we we, we need to be sure that um, with with you know with the wonder that we are made in God's image, that we use that we use our life as short or as long, as exciting and flashy or simple and basic as our lives might be, in a way that we can finish hearing God say to us, "Well done, good and faithful servant," mm-hmm. and 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 that's I mean, that's going to be worth. All, all of the chasing that we, you know, and the pursuing that that we might have gone in other directions with. Amen. That's William Bookestein. You can check him out online, author of Stubborn Prophet and Faithful God. Happy to have you back again, William. Thank you. Yeah, blessings, you guys. Take care. And you as well. Great pleasure. Thanks so much for being with us. The Gospel Coalition, you'll find this piece that Bill wrote, Hemingway chased his dreams to their bitter end. The notion of vocational calling assumes that there is a caller. And of course, at Grove City College, they know that the caller is the living God. At Grove City, they're committed to helping us pursue God's vision for your life and believe that you will be charged as you find the sense and purpose in the working world. That is at the core of what Grove City does. The caller is there. The faculty, the staff, the students are all involved in that calling. Mm-hmm. So when a student sees that website and reads that, I'm hoping that there's a, a change, that there's a difference, thinking that there's some that there's some force outside my house, my family, my school, who cares about my future, who's invested in my future. Yep. And so even if someone um, doesn't believe in God, is that a comfort to know that with all the options there are in the world? with all the places that I could go to school, with all the things that I could study, with all, 
is there somebody who can direct me? And the faculty at Grove City College believe that God is that director. And um, I've seen through my family faculty members who have helped my kids understand that, um, that they're listening to God, the faculty is, my kids are listening to God, and they're working together to pursue um, a big and bold future. The calling is yours. Grove City College, gcc.edu. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Discover the magnificence of the Mediterranean with Alistair Bay and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Nine life-changing days of powerful worship, Bible study, and history. Sign up now, deeperfaithcruise.com. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 29. A thick cloud cover tomorrow. It'll be mild, turning breezy in the afternoon with a couple of showers. Tomorrow we'll see a high of 51. Occasional rain and drizzle tomorrow evening. Otherwise, cloudy skies tomorrow night with a low of 32. Variable cloudiness expected for Wednesday. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 47. With your Racky Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? Cell phones in restaurants. You mean people talking on them or people using them? I was in a restaurant and there was a uh, family next to me. There were five people in the family and they looked at their phones individually for the entire time that they were in the restaurant and they were in a booth. So it was like they were super close to each other, kind of uncomfortably so. I mean, when their food came. They still were looking. Yeah. <laughs> that, make, that makes no sense at all. You feel bad for people that, that are so caught. Listen, I'll point the finger, but I'm guilty of, you know, my cell phone addiction as well. But that's to the ultimate extreme. That's a shame. Because what? When you die, that's what you're going to remember. We all went out together often and we looked at our phones and... We, we didn't talk. We didn't Isn't converse. We didn't fool around. We didn't joke. We, we didn't, didn't talk about anything in the world. We didn't look at anything in the room. We didn't. Plus, what? I'm looking at, you know, what? News of the Grammys and not making right. eye contact and not hanging out with you. Well, I want to make sure I read all the details of the Satan song at the end of but the Grammys. But you know, that's but... more often than not probably the norm, don't you think? I mean, I, I have to fight against that. I hate that image. I really Isn't do. Isn't that, it was like, it was 
it was so depressing. Right. And it was kind of, I don't know. It, but you it can easily of, identify with it. Yes. Right? You see yourself. Yes. So but, you don't want to point the finger and go, oh, tisk, tisk, tisk. Right. I don't, it, I don't know. It I, doesn't make sense. I, so I was thinking for the good of humanity, maybe we have, uh, when a server comes to your table, she or he says, hi, you know, my name's Greg. I'm going to be your server. Would you like me to take your phones for you and return them to you at the oh, end no, of the meal? Do, they can't, no, I'm not gonna I think that would be a great idea. I think it would be great to him. say, to, I'd submit to that. You would submit to something? I'm not going to. I'm saying I think it would be healthy. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. All right. Does this make sense? Mm. A cat. <laughs> does a cat make sense? Oftentimes not, but. We just got a cat. I've yeah. had a cat now for a number of like four years. He spent the weekend next to the wall behind the dishwasher. <laughs> we were worried sick. Of course, because he's so precious to he you He seemed already. to be content. He was terrified is what he was. We lured him out with some catnip. Mm-hmm. Now he's safe. But I'm thinking, you crazy little nut. Come on out of there, buddy. No, cats make sense, perfect sense to themselves. But to the rest of us, no, cats don't make sense. What did you tell me over the weekend? Something about cats? I said, oh, my friend uh, Anne, yeah. who is a vet tech, she said, every time I ask her a question about my cats, she says, cats, aren't they interesting? <laughs> yeah. They don't make a lot of sense. I love them. 101.5 WORD. Plan now to join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clipper. It's our Valentine Dinner Cruise, Friday, February 10th. A special night out for sweethearts, couples, and friends. Enjoy a delicious dinner buffet in the romantic warmth of the Gateway Clippers Empress as you take in spectacular views of the city skyline. Boarding time is 6 p.m. Book now at wordfm.com. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers and Cornerstone Television. Word FM listeners, in this year radio commercial, I'm going to show you how the famous quote, two birds, one stone, should actually be four birds, one stone. I can see you're on the edge of your seat, but let's at least give it a try. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and what we're seeing from families across the country is how one stone, the cash-out refinance, is helping families four different ways. The cost of everything is currently crazy, which is spiking credit card debt, where interest rates are often three to five times higher than mortgage interest rates, which is why we're seeing family after family taking advantage of the fact that their home has skyrocketed in value and cashing out that newfound money to pay off the credit card monster, using leftovers on special purchases, setting a bit extra aside for future peace of mind, and the fourth positive is cleaning up debt improves your credit score, giving you better future options. If you're curious what a cash-out refinance would do for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp. Melbourne, New York. And a listener 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage lender license 22672. I love you, a bushel and a peck, a bushel and a peck, and a hug around the neck. Hi there, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. So, I'm wondering, what are you planning for your Valentine's sweetheart this year, besides a hug around the neck? How about a fun candlelight dinner at the Springhouse? We'll be serving a delicious four-course meal featuring wedding soup, reunion salad with honey balsamic dressing, grilled marinated flank steak, celebration chicken romano, pearls cheesy potatoes, buttered fresh green beans, Bev's secret recipe brown rolls, pink lemonade and coffee, and your choice of homemade dessert. When we served this at Valentine's Day last year, my son Nathan even said, Mom, when I get married, that is the exact menu I want for my wedding. Oh, my. 
All that good food plus wonderful serenading by amazing local artist Bob Podish. Hop onto our website at springhousemarket.com to make reservations for you and your sweetie today. I'm cold. You know why you're cold? Because we need to replace our windows. It's going to be expensive. Well, we lose money every time the wind blows. I don't want to deal with a high-pressure salesperson. Well, our neighbors used energy swing windows and doors, and they love them. Oh, they have over 500 five-star reviews. The energy swing is a complete lifetime warranty for a peace of mind guarantee. So if we replace the windows and doors with them, we'll never have to do it again. I'll make an appointment today at energyswingwindows.com. Each and every one of us, whether the toddler or the octogarian, are selfish. Mm. Just how we're wired, right? We take care of our own self-interest. And it's a, a long, hard journey to take others' self-interest before yourselves, mm-hmm. right? Of course. It's a matter of discipleship, sanctification. That's it's. I mean, love is a great elixir to think of. Yes. Less of yourself yeah. and more so, yes. right? Mm-hmm. But the continuation of that love, because love comes and goes, love wanes, right? Mm-hmm. And so selfishness is a learned skill, a hard skill. I don't know if selfishness is a learned skill. I feel like that's just natural. I'm sorry, unselfishness. Unselfishness is a learned skill. Yeah, I agree with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so I saw this piece in an article uh, in the New York Times, and this guy makes his career writing about happiness. Okay. And... Uh, he, he's been doing this for decades. The apex of his life was he went and visited with the Dalai Lama. Okay. Now the Dalai Lama is, I think, eighty some yeah. years old. Right. Now I'm not espousing Buddhism, although there are there are many great teachings in Buddhism that you know in, in many ways parallel Christianity. Okay. This is really this is this is going to be an incredibly dumb question. The Dalai Lama is Buddhist. Yes. I thought the Dalai Lama was Hindi. He's Buddhist. Okay, I'm glad you told me. See, you learned something new on the ride home. So he interviews the Dalai Lama, and he said, the Dalai Lama told me this, thinking in a more compassionate way is the best way to fulfill your own interests. He added that his own practice was to think about benefiting other people as much as possible. The result, I get benefit. Say that again, please. Thinking in a more compassionate way is the best way to fulfill your own interests. Mm -hmm. He added that his own practice was to benefit, was to think about benefiting other people as much as possible. The result, I get benefit. Yes, that's true. Then he got serious. Altruism does not mean you completely forget your own interests, no. This is what exactly the the writer says I needed to hear, given my penchant for self-criticism. Wise selfishness doesn't mean I can't pursue my own personal ambitions. It's a very complex thing, isn't it? I mean, because we, as believers in Jesus, we're supposed to pick up the cross. Mm -hmm. And by picking up the cross of Christ, we surrender, we submit, right? Certainly Jesus was, in every way, the ultimate selfless person. Yes, and when he was asked how you sum up the law and the prophets, he said, 
love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength and all your mind, and then love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. These two laws sum up the teaching of the law, or the, these two commandments sum up the teaching of the law and the prophets. So, yes, those are the, so what that guy was saying about when you pursue other, the good of others, you end up helping yourself. Of course, because you'll be happier in yeah, the long be, run. And because that's how God makes us to be. It's like you want to know how your car runs the best. It runs the best if you put the right oil in it, right? And the right, right gasoline. Yes. And the reason you know that is because the car manufacturer told you this is the way we made the car and this is the way it's going to run the best. So we're the same way. So if we are doing and acting and thinking the way God told us to, we're going to perform and feel the best we can because God made us. Okay, I've told you this story multiple times. Remember, I, I was dating someone in New York City when I was in my 20s. Yeah. And she had on her apartment wall, keep the focus on yourself. Everyone else is transitory. That is so depressing. <sighs> it was horrible. When I saw that, I was like... This relationship is over. Priya. I was dead in the... I was like, Really? Really? That's the best you've got. I mean, that's the antithesis of that's unbelievable. Of Jesus and Buddha. But I believe, you know, the age that we live in is so self-directed. We we are looking in the mirror. We are looking in the black mirror of our phones yeah, right. constantly, hoping to see a reflection of ourselves back in some way. Mm -hmm. The social media influencers do it only so that they gain, gain greater financial reward or just greater ego satisfaction. Yeah. And so I, don't you fear that selfishness run amok will kill this world? Yes, of course. It's the essence. I mean, it's the essence of sin is wanting to do what you want to do instead of what God wants you to do. And it's not necessarily, of course, it isn't a 21st century problem because, you know, the great... No, it was a day one problem. Yes. The great saints of the age, right? Whether that's, pick a saint, Augustine, Benedict, whomever, right? Those people were able to end their own selfishness in some way and put the spotlight on other people. They transcended themselves by giving themselves away. Mm-hmm. Well, you know people in your own life who are like that, who oh, give themselves away. Do I ever? You do, right? I mean, I can think of three people they are, off the top of my we, head. We often label them as saints yeah. because they're kind and yep. generous. They've always got time Selfless. for us. They yep. give unrelentingly. Yes. Diane. Oh, my gosh, Diane. She's the first person that popped into my head. There, there are so... Our, our husbands and wives. Yes, no kidding. I mean... Right. I mean, don't you always think, who would I be without... Okay, so let me ask you this. So here's a here's a uh, a maybe a, a parallel uh, worldview, life philosophy, whatever. So uh, Christian hedonism, which I believe was originally penned by John Piper, though it could go back further than that. I apologize if I'm saying this Christian wrongly. Hedonism. Christian hedonism basically uh, boils down to um, we follow God, knowing that it's our ticket to happiness. It's the same thing he, this guy It's our saying. selfish interest to uh -huh. follow God. It really is. So it, and, and, and that's kind of okay. Because for the, so it, this is the first verse that popped into my head. Hebrews, this is the second chapter, I think. For the joy set before him, 
Christ endured the cross. Okay, so he knew what was coming. And so he was able to do what he had to do. Yes. So Chris, the idea of Christian hedonism is that we know we want to be happy. We want to live our fullest lives now and in the life to come. And so the way to do that is to delight ourselves in God. The Dangerous Duty of Delight is the book. I think there he first talks about this. Okay. I mean, I get that. But I also often think about Abraham Lincoln, where Lincoln said, you know, I, I get down on my knees to pray because I have nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. That we're like, we're so miserable or so yep. afraid yeah, yeah, or yeah. so confused or so overwhelmed by the world that I have to surrender to myself because I just <laughs> left to my own devices. I got nothing. I'm a train wreck. I don't think that's a competing idea to John Piper though. I mean, he, he, I, he would say that too. He would say the only way, if you're that miserable, the only way to get happy is to love God, to know mm-hmm. God, to be with God. Yeah. At first, when I heard about it years and years and years Christian ago, Christian hedonism. I, I thought, well, that's weird. But the the longer I've lived, the more I, I mean, I I get it right, because right. I th- I think I think it's just like what I said is the analogy or the metaphor of the car with the with the right oil and yeah. gasoline. I mean, if you can, the, the problem is though, for a lot of us, right? You know, we're on a roller coaster. We go up and down, up and up and down. Like Paul says, what I do. I don't do right, and what I I what I want what I do I don't want to do right, and I'm doing this in some ways to reduce the impact of the worldly pain and the eternal pain, hopefully, yeah, so that I can be free in Christ and with Him eternally, right, but and that, happy, yeah, eternally happy, satisfied, content, all those things. That's a tough one. Yeah, I, so this guy, where were you reading that article from? Uh, New York Times. Okay. Yeah, New York Times. The headline is "The Benefits of Wise Selfishness." We're okay. all in the subheadline is "We're all a little self-serving." Here's how to make that impulse work for you. Okay. That's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. So it's base. It's the same thing. Yeah. Only he's saying that you find your greatest happiness in giving yourself to others. Well, that's true. And the, right. And and the Christian hedonism is basically just saying you find your best self through serving God, which is, is also giving yourself serving, away. Right, giving yourself to others. Right. Keep the focus off yourself. Right, but that, keep the focus but, off and, yourself, and then you actually will get the happiness and contentment you're looking for. I think they're right about that. We still don't do it well. No, we right because I we wonder sometimes if I really believe that. I say I believe that, but based on my actions, right. I don't really believe that following God it. is my is my ticket to happiness. But in your heart of hearts, when you do, of course it's true. It feels really good, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it takes a long, rugged, jangled journey yeah. to get to that point. Because even you know you know what it's like. I mean, it's like the most basic things. When you make a meal for someone and deliver it to them, it feels and you feels it feels great. It's so right. good for them, and it was good for you to do it. And that's a minor key, right? I seriously, those saints among us, Diane, 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 if you're listening, we love you. Those people, there's something that's not part of my. Atomic makeup. True. That is not no, true. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Listen, I watch you. 
I've known you for a long time. That is absolutely a part of your makeup. I'm not fishing for anything here. I'm just telling I, you. I know you're not fishing. I know fishing. my own I know. evil and okay. ugly self. Well, you might, but I'm also saying from my perspective, I also see that you do have that. Mm. Uh, well, maybe if I do in, in some tiny, tiny thing. I'm just telling you, like all of us, I'm speaking. <laughs> let me speak for all of humanity. <laughs> it's so hard. It's incredibly difficult to make the right choices and to follow. To be consistent. God. To be consistent. I know. I am the I most inconsistently consistent person. Me too. I'm just. A... Lexi, it's amazing this show could be carried off with two such inconsistent people. Good thing Lexi's consistent. We should call it the selfish ride home <laughs> with John and Kathy. It's the narcissism hour. Oh. On the 1.5 word FM. Uh, uh, Lex, do you look at yourself as, are you able to transcend your own selfishness? I think so sometimes. I think sometimes it's harder, though, depending on the situation. What is, what, like, when is it easy? Mm. Mm, that's a hard question to answer. That is when a... is it easy? When is it easy to transcend yourself? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, when someone cause... tells me to. <laughs> no, because that, that often doesn't work. Well, you know. I think a lot of the times... Um, depending on the situation. Sometimes I can um, pull myself outside of myself a bit and say, okay, I see the situation for how it is, not how I want to see it. Mm. I see the situation for, for how what it is. is, now how I want to, not how That's I want good. to see it. Mm-hmm. That's very wise, Lexi. Yeah. Thank you. Is that because of Tina? Did she <laughs> teach that to you? Tina um, is a big reason why I am the way that I am. So, yeah. Tina, good job. Nice job, Tina. <laughs> I can't wait to meet Teen. <laughs> I'll invite her sometime up okay. to the station. <laughs> oh, yeah. She can sit there and watch your, watch your work, right? Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, so, we, are born, we are born into this life. Selfish and self-centered above all things. But, but it's like, only God that cr- can create in us a clean heart. That is know, our only option. And you can... you can look around the world and you can say, oh, but there's that philosophy and that person seems happy and there's that. I... You know, I am telling you, I believe the only hope for the human heart is that God creates a new one inside of us. That is so the it, only hope. The idea of original sin. Yep. That we are all born yep. sin imprinted on our lives. Yep. And then, can you imagine like, you know, working... Do you, like, you, do you believe that? Yes. Okay. Do you? Yes. A hundred, yeah, a hundred percent. kidding me? But then you imagine being like a nurse working like at the NICU. And you see those little tiny... I know, they're just little babies. Those little vulnerable little babies, babies clinging to life, those I little know, tiny ones. I love them. And you, and, and, you know, and you go, sinner. Yeah. I mean... Well, yeah, because I mean, we all, we're all in the same boat. It's like it's like a really horrible juxtaposition. No, it's not yeah, it horrible. Is. It, I mean, I'm painting an extreme picture it's here. It's not horrible. because Lexi's it's, covering her mouth. Like, no, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's, well, it's not horrible you because we're it. all in the same. We're all the same. But you see the beauty in the... In the well, isn't that uh, the truth? That's what, that's what God did with us. That's so great. Gosh, for people... If, you, if you're listening to this program, you don't, you don't let... If you don't yet believe in Jesus, I am telling you, you don't know what you're missing. You do not know the kind of faithfulness and joy It's not that can come into your life. Your problems aren't going to go away, but I'm telling you, you've got, you're going to have someone who will never leave you. What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. 
Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or you can do it safe and secure online by clicking on the preborn banner at wordfm.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month. SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. If you ask the the average American what their favorite dessert was, what do you think they would say? Cake. Lex, if the average American, what's your favorite dessert? Pie. Really? Ice. See, I think they would say ice cream. Maybe it's, it's between pie or ice cream for sure. Okay. I'll have both. <laughs> um, ice cream is delicious. Yes, I'm not it is. saying something that's new to anybody out A there. Thousand percent always. Uh, Peach ice cream, strawberry ice cream. Mint chocolate chip being my absolute favorite. Is probably. It? And pralines and cream. Those really? are my two favorites. No, I'm doing like you know, the fruit ice cream. Those are, are always my favorite, yeah. Uh, Lex, if you're, do you like ice cream? I love ice cream. Custard? And, uh, yes. Uh, Hank's on there every, every time it opens. Hank's. Hanks. I don't Hanks? know what Hank's is. Hank's is a place in New Brighton. I think it's technically in New Brighton. What? 
Um, but it is one of the best places I've ever. They sell frozen custard and Mexican food, and it's my favorite what? place to go. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I Hanks. like that combination. Mexican Hanks. food and frozen custard and ice cream. Just frozen custard. Um, sometimes they do frozen yogurt for people who um, want something a little healthier. That's why I'm bringing up the subject. <laughs> Stop right there. But I'm a Moose Tracks girly. Are you Moose Tracks? I love no. Moose Tracks. Is that caramel? No, chocolate and peanut butter. Oh, chocolate yeah, and that's peanut good. butter. That's right. good. We, okay, growing no, up, wait. we call that Charlie Brown. Why? That's what it was called. Charlie chocolate Brown. and peanut butter was yeah. Charlie Brown. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm bringing all this up because it's National Frozen Yogurt Day. Nah. And I wonder if you consider that a pale stepsister. Yes. Uh, if I was on a desert island and someone said, would you like some frozen yogurt? I'd say, sure. Otherwise, pass. Hard pass. Lex. I I mean, I, I could go for some Froyo, though. Mm-hmm. For, oh, exactly. Well, you know it exactly. so well. You like using like, you know, a little abbreviation. <laughs> Froyo. There's a there's a great line from the Good Place that yeah. just came into my head, where uh, the only uh, frozen uh, delicacy available in the Good Place is frozen yogurt. Oh man! And uh, this is supposed to be heaven. Yeah. Well, that's part of the plot. I, I don't want to give it away for people who haven't seen it. But uh, she said they said it's classic human. You take something that's terrific and you make it slightly worse so you can have more of it. <laughs> That's a good description. Isn't it? That's a really Isn't good description. It? Okay, now I love frozen yogurt. Really? Yes. What's the name of the place, uh, what, the chain that made it like a big, it was like the TCBY. first. TCBY. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are they still around? I don't think so. Because it was like, they were like the, the place country, to get the frozen yogurt. The best yogurt. I love it. Really? And here's why. It's just, the thing about ice ice cream is I like it when I'm eating it and then afterwards I feel sick. Really? Yeah. Not me. You don't. Lexi, do you feel that way? Uh, I think it depends on Sick. if I'm walking around a bunch or not, because okay. that helps. Walking helps with digestion. So if I'm mm-hmm. like, if I yeah. get it on a good day and I'm walking around with my friends, sure. But other than that, I sometimes I do get sick. See, one of the great joys of our family's life is to go to Rita's in Squirrel Hill. Mm-hmm. Me, I'll tend to go with like a frozen custard. I mean, you know, the, the custard with with like a gelato with the. Ice on there? Sometimes with a gelato. Okay. Just sometimes a plain custard cone. Wow. And then walk up and down Forbes and Murray, do a little window shopping. Sure. And that's that's a great that's a great pleasurable activity. It is activity. a great thing. I couldn't do that though. Window shopping and ice cream. No. Really? Nope. You nope. get sick? Yeah. How kind of sick? I just upset stomach, stomach. Oh yeah. Queasy. Too much. Too rich. Yeah. And so the yogurt is kind of like Yes. Really? Yes. How about like, I always feel sad, like when you go to like, you know, the giant eagle, you know, where like they're selling, you know, nutty buddies or fudge sickles and you see like the frozen yogurt parts and you go, that's sad. Because they're not anywhere near. No, of course not. Who are we kidding? There'd be a million other things I'd have before that. Like a frozen yogurt push up or something like that. Really? I think it's delicious. Plus it has, it's tangy. Tangy. I like the tang. Remember the Froyo days, Lexi, when Froyo. you'd get like the blackberry or raspberry and it'd be like super tangy? Yeah, I would always put like the fruit toppings on, like just a bunch of them just to oh, add to they, it. They oh, they do have those. So yeah. good. It's, it's like it's, a yogurt bar. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, believe me, you're not getting out of there with a low calorie. Oh, you know, okay. So treat, you can do like frozen yogurt with like Heath or M&M's. How about vanilla frozen yogurt and Heath bars? That's pretty good. I'd go for that. Oh my god! I mean, you could put you know heat bars on a roux shingle. I'd be happy right. to have. And what it. about what about crushed up Oreos? That's a, a, what in the blizzard. 
Okay, so this is like a blizzard, but it's yeah. with frozen yogurt instead yeah. of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the blizzard's like an A+. Plus. The frozen yogurt blizzard is like a it's, C. Cookies and cream I would put up there in my, favorite, in my favorite ice creams. Okay, well, anyway... Happy, Happy National Frozen Why would it be day. on a cold February that, day? I, I was wondering I think about it'd be that like, myself. You know, hotter than July. I don't. I think it was poor planning on their part. The there's probably like a like a, a, a lobbying group, the National Frozen Yogurt Federation. Maybe they're out. They're already feeling depressed because they are always, you know, our second fiddle to ice cream. Well, you get what you sign up for. Sad. The ride home with John and Kathy. A production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.